Hello and welcome to the Sunflower Chronicles podcast. All things stated here are 100% my personal opinion, so I hope you guys enjoy this episode. Um, So sit back, turn it up, and stay sunny. All right. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Sunflower Chronicles. It's your girl, Bree, and I'm a black 20-something girl trying to make it in this crazy, crazy world with a little bit of sunshine and laughter to help along the way. So I hope that everyone is doing fine when you're listening to this, and I'm so excited, if you can't tell in my voice, because I have a guest on my computer because, you know, social distancing, but I have a guest, a friend from school, and an activist, a leader, an amazing Black woman, and inspiration, Um, and she is Miss Taryn Shipman. She is the founder of For Black Girls Who Have a Lot to Say, so everyone, Listen, because you can't talk back. So listen <laughs> <laughs> to Taryn. Hi. Hi. Okay. Yes. Thank you. I'm like, okay, who is that? Yes. yes. So, I'm so excited. Yay. I'm so excited to have you. I was like nervous all day. I kept like bugging my mom and I called my aunt. I was like, <sighs> I have a guest and I need people to listen to these questions. Make sure they sound good. Yeah. So my mom's probably like, I'm so glad she's doing this interview. So she gets no, so You are awesome. You were super thorough and everything. And I was just super excited anyway when you asked. I'm like, oh yeah, let's yes. do this. And the reason I wanted to have you on is because I follow you on social media, of course, and I see all of the amazing work that you're doing with four black girls and then as well as just in your personal life. And so I was like, hmm, I want to have her on the show. But whenever I think about having guests, I want it to be a conversation that they're passionate about and something that they don't have to like reach for in a sense. And I was like, what can Taryn talk about? And I was like, so you talk about self-care, but more pertinently, because this is just the craziest year of my life <laughs> and I've been through some crazy stuff. <laughs> to be um, honest. Right. So I'm like, mm, let's talk about voting because it is a, not a drab topic, but it's just a topic that like, oh yeah, everyone knows you're supposed to vote, but it can be really fun and it can be very informative. So that is why I wanted to have Taryn on today. But as usual, we're going to hop into Get Social and um so again today um i have taryn she is a founder for black girls who have a lot to say organizer i believe she's a self-care advocate she does also self-affirmations daily affirmations when i forget to do mine i'm like taryn tweeted about it okay i got to say i'm great or something those be my reminders too i'm like okay first of all have you said something positive to yourself that is like really low-key my journal in real life like i was like okay i gotta start doing this and it's so crazy because like I like love practicing and self-care in any type of way. And what I have been doing is I've, um, this sounds so weird when I say it out loud, but I've been really loving it. So I've been taking baths every day. And I know some people are like really like, I am a bath advocate. So do that shit. (laughs) Thank you for real. Because I'm like, listen, I've been, I've been exercising a lot too. I'm training for a Disney race next year. So I'm really excited, but you know, at the ripe old age of 22, my knees, it's different. He's been going through it. So I was like, okay, I've been taking baths, but after I get out of the bath and after I put on like lotions and stuff like that, I've been just turning on like a really fun song. So it's okay. been like throwbacks from middle school. So like old Kesha, ooh, okay. Beyonce, Dangerously in Love, yes. Lizzo, oh, she's my queen. So I've been yes. just having dance parties for like five minutes I love oh, it. before I go to bed. And it's just like, really fun so I love that I'm gonna look I'm like okay note it (laughs) yes like and I think it's so great um like just to talk about self-care in the way that you do amongst every other thing that you talk about because especially with this year with getting so wrapped up in COVID and the political climate and climate change and all of this stuff it's like we forget to lose, like we lose ourselves in worrying about all of that. So like just taking little moments and doing things for ourselves is like yes. the bomb. It's super hard, but like super easy when yeah. you actually do it. But it's hard to like make time for yourself and really take care of you. Yes. Cause I'm like, okay, what are just simple ways? Because I've been studying for the GRE and yes, other, 
entrance exams for grad school and things like that and trying to find a job because I have to get a certificate and training before I get the job that I want to. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, okay, I feel a little stressed. Let me like tell myself I'm pretty cool. Cause like, cause, cause you grind it. Right. This, you are doing it. Yes. And this is like a whole new environment of like, we're living in a pandemic. I can't see my friends like I want to, can't see mm-hmm. all of my family like I want to, can't do what I want to. So like, it's super really weird. Easy. Yeah. It's and it's really weird. Easy. And it's really, really <laughs> and some easy days to come it up. sucks. Like, <laughs> I am so sad. Like, so this week, this like weekend, I've been trying to get on a Zoom call with a bunch of my friends. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I keep missing them because I'm like, I've made plans for my friend's birthday. But I'm like, oh, see, this would be as bad as if I could be like, okay, I'm gonna just hop in my car, yeah. go see them in person for like a day or two, and then I can come back. But like, right. scheduling Zoom calls, like personal Zoom calls amongst like professional Zoom calls is ridiculous. It's a lot. Yeah, so definitely I want to have you back so we can talk more about self-care. But I wanted to um, just hop in with our icebreaker game. So it's going to be Would You Rather? And I picked these four Would You Rather questions um, based on you and your personality and just questions I think you would enjoy. So I hope you like them. I was really nervous writing them. I'm super excited. I'm like, (laughs) would you rather? Okay. (laughs) Yes. So the first would you rather question is, would you rather be able to tell the future or rewrite the past? Hmm. That's a good one. I'm like, ah. (laughs) Rewrite the past. Oh, I like yeah. it. I like it. I'm very much um, enjoy like sci-fi movies, especially Back to the Future. Yeah. Um, and so I'm like, oh, would I want to do that? Because it's like, and every time you see it in a movie, like they do one thing different and then it changes everything. But knowing it you- everything. Like, I know, but like knowing <laughs> you, it would make a positive impact. So like, I trust you if you like get the opportunity to, I got you. I'm, I'll be there cheering in your corner. Have you read um, some of Octavia Butler's works? They're good. No. And they're sci-fi-y. It's good. Black girl sci-fi. Yeah. I love it. I and have... another book that's good, Kindred. Ooh. Read that. Start yes. with that one. That one, okay. I like it a lot. Yes. Okay. You definitely have to text me. I'm going to email you my number. Okay. And you got to text me a book list because I've been trying to find way more Black female writers, just people of color, Indigenous, queer all this different stuff because like they're amazing books but they're all done by like white faces cis faces straight faces and it's like oh this is great literature and i thoroughly enjoy it but like i want someone who's like interested in the nerdy things i'll send you um one of these some book i'm gonna think of a book oh yes i love it i want to do like a book club series like in the future because i love reading um so the next question is, would you rather live somewhere cold or somewhere hot? Um, hot. Yeah. I'll live somewhere hot. I mean, we live in the South, so. Right. <laughs> so it's yeah. like, okay, I'll live somewhere hot. I don't know if I could really do the cold thing all the time. Yeah. Um, I'm just. I like. I like like a temperate like like what we have like here for the most part all yeah. four seasons yes thoroughly enjoy now I would say the other place in the world that I would want to live and this is going to sound so weird but Scotland just for the simple fact is I bought, uh, found this youtuber she's a Scottish makeup artist and I found her the summer I started doing summer classes in college and I was mm-hmm. like oh I love her she has two German shepherds they're so cute she is like tattooed and just great and okay. amazing and it was so funny when I was explaining to my friends like when I found her they're like oh she's a white lady or whatever but I was like oh yeah and then when all of this Black Lives Matter stuff happened I like looked at all the white people I followed and I was like what you gonna do yeah you? a lot of them thumbs down for me <laughs> I was like <laughs> you you fumbled the bag bro but the crazy thing is is she was like, I live in Scotland, so they didn't learn a, much about the civil rights and stuff. And she's like, yeah. okay, I'm going to take the time, learn, 
do this. And so she's a YouTuber and they get AdSense. And so she donated her AdSense, I think, to bailout funds and some other stuff. So I was like, okay. okay. I mean, please. Yes. Use your your money. Yes. I love white dollars. They make me right. so happy. <laughs> okay. Um, the next would you rather question is would you rather have a week of vacation or the best 24 hour spa experience? A week of vacation sign me up yeah. sign me up yes. i need to <laughs> be on a beach be super cool i've never been to a spa so me neither maybe, yeah i'm like that would be cool yes. but if we have the week vacation i can still go to the spa yes and like spread it out and not just one day see i like it all right the last would you rather question is would you rather change the rules or make the rules Hmm. That's a good one. <laughs> I would say change them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because if we change them, like we could make them our own. Yes. Okay. I like it. I see what you did. Flipped it. Like we could restructure or completely do away with it. I mean, yeah. by change, anything could happen. Yes, I like it. Because when I was thinking of this question, I was like, ooh, I think she's going to like this because she's very much I about social change. I feel like, I don't know. And I think when I was writing this, I was like, well, what would I do? Because I like make sure these questions are answerable and not too puzzling. And I'm like, hmm, if I change That's the rules, then I can see how they've like downtrodden everybody else. And it's like, okay, we need to make these rules more inclusive because clearly – I'm not going to rag on America. Actually, no, I am because, because, uh, yeah. you know, <laughs> she trifling or whatever. So I was like, yes, definitely change the rules because that's literally what we're in now is a mass change. Like, because, oh, child, I'd be stressed looking at po politics. And it's like, I'm not even, a, I don't even want to go into politics. But the amount that I have learned. A lot has been going on. Everything that can go on is happening. I was like, perjury. Murder. Who would... The president got impeached. And that was, <laughs> I think that was this year. But it was so long ago. I don't, I don't know. And it was so funny. My mom was like, she wanted the impeachment process to go like through both parts of um, government. So she, she wanted to throw an impeachment party and have like peach flavored everything. And I was like, Oh, we're from Georgia too. So it'll work. It'll be very cute. That's what makes it awesome. That's why I'm laughing. That's so yes. funny. Target had these cups that had a peach on it. I forgot what it said. I'm a peach or something. I was like, huh. I gotta have this. So when yes. you said that, yes. Super like, cute. I, I was like, I need to, because this is ridiculous. And then the last question um for uh our icebreaker is I ask I try and ask a question like this to every guest but it would be what advice would you give yourself five years ago hmm. I guess just love myself more like don't let what people say about me or like negative self-talk um mm -hmm. affect how I like feel about myself and take care of myself so that's definitely good. I like that. I like that. I mean, I'm still trying to learn that. That's what this whole radical self-love is about. Yes. Trying to figure out better ways to love myself. It's it, You're involving every day. No person stays the same. That's the point. And each day we grow and we change. We matriculate. And so there's always, a, each day is a new opportunity to love yourself more. So like, yes. I like that. I like that. Um, well, just a few more things um, in Get Social before we move on is, of course, if anyone didn't know, um, mainly the white people, um, we're in a pandemic and girls, you need to wear your mask. Um, so with that, how has just navigating life in the pandemic been for you, especially I know you started school again, um, as well as like mental health and things like that. Like, how has that affected you during the pandemic? Yeah, um, I guess from the beginning, it was just super serious to me because I'm super political in that way. So it was just, yeah. it was a lot off rip. Um, and then I was on the campaign trail, like when 
the word of it like first start going when people when we all found out about it like oh yeah. shit, like what then when I think about it like a lot of my campaign coworkers we were mm-hmm. sick at an early time but of course like the virus continued to evolve so I mean that was nothing campaign ended and that's when everywhere went on strict quarantine so that's been pretty weird I've pretty much been in the house I go buy plants go to Target Ross and then I'm back at the house I'm still there um and then my family was really affected by it in a lot of ways and so I mean I've just been trying to continue to tell people to just protect themselves as much as possible and protect others yeah (laughs) I definitely get that like uh and especially with these past two weeks finding out that um the Frito colored fascists found out about the pandemic and knew how bad it was going to be and still did nothing Mm -hmm. um it was crazy because like I have asthma and technically a pre this uh predisposed condition I guess because I'm larger in size and other things and I have a hormonal condition and then I think about my family my grandma she's older my aunt she has a trait tube Mm -hmm. and like I live in a multi-generational house and then I think about my dad's parents my granddad is a smoker trying to convince him to quit it's a daily process process. and then I have my grandma, she goes to dialysis every day, and or not every day, but like three times a week. So like she can't not go. Right. And it was just like too many people, like every person can sit down and think about like three people at least in your immediate circle who would be drastically affected. And so just seeing people like walk around without masks and not social distancing and all this stuff, I'm like, yeah. It, it, it's a lot. It is with mentally. It really yes. can take you to a place instantly where it's just like, this makes no sense. At all. Like, and mental health in the pandemic has been so crazy. Um, I don't know. <laughs> no words for it. I feel like my brain, like from March to maybe like a few days before my birthday, which is July 5th, I was like, mm, my brain kind of feels like if you took scrambled eggs, put it in a hash rumble, and then scrambled it again, and then put it in the blender, like, that's how I felt for, like, yes. a long time, and it's crazy, because it's like, yes. this, everybody is going through this at the same time, and nobody knows how to deal, unless you were, like, around when the flu outbreak in night. Nobody well. knows how to deal with this. Nobody. This is... Brand spanking new. Totally different. so definitely and of course um our alma mater has been in the news a lot lately (laughs) oh (laughs) Oh, goodness yes we have nothing but laughs for it (laughs) like like every time I think about it I'm really like students lives are not worth more than a dollar like no (laughs) Like, we went to the University of Alabama, I'm pretty sure, if you guys don't know, I talk about it a few times, but we both graduated from there, and I met some of my lifelong friends there, made excellent, you know, relationships and things, but our administration has a little bit more ways to go, (laughs) (laughs) and and that's being nice about it, Um, and like, I just think about all my friends who are still there and I'm like, this is crazy. Like I know so many people. The candy just. Like for real. (laughs) It makes no sense. Like I was like. I don't understand. But I I mean, I do because it's so Alabama. Very much so. And like, and then I just look at Alabama and then I look at other schools like within the SEC and like big sports schools and things like that. I'm like, your players, of course, they want to play, but also you're going to risk their ability to play after college, like if they get into the NFL, because you want some dollars. You want that little Nike check. You want that little uh, Nick Saban check. Like, you can – Nick Saban will be fine without one year of his paycheck. And, you know, Nick Saban's (laughs) dollar sign just went up because he didn't walk with the little protest. So – I was like – All in all, 
I don't know what they're going to do about it. I mean, I really yeah. don't know what they're going to do about it. And Have they not gone virtual yet? Like, what? Because the thing is, is, like, some teachers, over the summer, I, like, asked a few people, and I was like, what does your schedule look like? Because some teachers were, like, completely going virtual. So people's blackboards okay. changed, like, constantly for a few weeks because they were debating between in-class or virtual. And so I know mm-hmm. some people, like one of my friends, um, Talia, she's a painter. I have her piece of art in the back there. Oh, yes. Yes. She, um, I messaged her and asked her how she was going. Was she on campus and things like that? And she was like, I opted to stay home and just do virtual. So there are some people who have the option to completely just yeah, go virtual, stay home. And then there are some people who they only have like two classes in person. And it's like, if you're an out-of-state student, is six figures worth of debt in the long run worth your health? Yeah. Because it's crazy. Because one of my friends um, from back home, her dad got COVID really, really bad. Mm -hmm. Um, And I'm just thinking about like the medical bills. Because if anyone has ever been in the hospital or even had to ride in the ambulance, the first time and then the second time you go to the hospital, you're like, are these generic? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> my dad brand. was in the hospital with it. His hospital bill super, was super high. Um, yeah. Brother ended up in the hospital with it, and the hospital bill is astronomical. I mean, it, this is a scam. None of this shit makes sense, and it's ridiculous. At all. And it's like, when, from the eyes of the administration, I wish people had, like, the empathy to look and say, some students can pay for tuition and a hospital bill and not be affected at all with their lifestyle. For some people, that's like... It's the same ones that's out with no mask and shit on. Right. <laughs> like, like, for real. Like, this is why I needed to have Taryn on because I'm going to try and say it as nice as polite sometimes, but Taryn's like, F it, I don't care. It makes no like, sense. I mean, I am fed up. <laughs> <laughs> Like, I need a mask that said it. I'm fed up because I really um, Like, it makes, oh, I literally was at the store with my grandma on Monday. We had to go to the bookstore to get a book. And then we had to go to, like, Target and somewhere else. And this lady had on a face shield, just the face shield, no mask. I said, if you want to do that, wear a napkin. If you want to do that, just don't wear a mask. Let me know how blatant disrespectful you are. And the amount of rage that, like, just welled up in my body, I literally could have opened my mouth and Satan could have popped out and said hello. Because what the hell are you doing? Like, it's crazy. It's And the blatant disrespect. And I was like, you yourself are older. So you see me with my 80-year-old grandma she's the light of my life. Like she is my favorite person in the entire world. I'll go, I will fight anybody on site about her. And I almost fought that lady <laughs> in the store. Cause I'm like, you're being disrespectful. Like you have no disregard for anybody. Yeah. And then you these are the, yeah. And these are the same people who turn around and say, well, it's my body, my choice. And I was like, you don't get to say that because when other people were saying that for legitimate reasons, like sexual assault, um, taking ownership of their own body, protecting, like when people say that for valid reasons, you just laugh and you're like, oh, it makes no sense, da, da, da. But now you're saying it as a joke because you don't want to wear a piece of cloth. If you don't want to wear it, order stuff online. We live in the age of technology. <laughs> like, there are too many. All right. Yeah, I'm there with you on that. Over it. Right? <laughs> I will really let myself go there too. I'm like, yeah. so sometimes my new thing, I'm just like, you know what? That's not my business. And right. just trying to do the best I can because. Yes. <laughs> well, to take a break from the rants, because I'm pretty sure we'll get into it with the seat of the week. <laughs> but let's move on to 8-Track. So with 8-Track, it's just a way to share media that you like. So music, podcasts, books, movies, TV shows, all that good stuff. What have you been into lately? Okay. Really? Since I started school now, I have been doing a lot of 
that textbook reading. Mm -hmm. So that's been interesting. I have been on hood feminism for too many months that I care to. It's sad. (laughs) It's really good. I love it. I keep recommending it to people. I mean, it's awesome. It's always sold out whenever I try to buy it. So I know it's great. So at some point, I may just have to like sneak to my cousin's house and steal it because she has it and I may just have to. Yes. It's good. (laughs) Yes. Yeah, I've been obsessed with um, magazines. I love magazines. I collect them. Um, And so I have like my Essence subscription and a couple of other ones. They're not black, but we're going to get there, you know. Um, So that's been super cool. A lot of really cool ones have come out, of course, over the course of the whole summer and everything. And like, I know that in a few years when we look at them and I still have them. It's yeah and then let's see i have been binging sister sister i haven't finished that yet but once i finish that then i'll move on to girlfriends in, in that order <laughs> like so i have i was on sister sister for like yes. the first like the day i'm pretty sure on midnight when it dropped i was like yeah. i gotta watch right. it yes <laughs> <laughs> and then i just started girlfriends actually today and so i'm gonna try it and watch them simultaneously because i love okay. watching stuff like in the bath so like girlfriend yeah. is definitely a bath time show for me yeah and then sister sister is very much in the daytime white noise in the background mm-hmm. so been watching those things i'm a podcast junkie okay, um, okay. so i love podcasts <laughs> yes clearly <laughs> Um, and I, of course, everybody knows I stand My Favorite Murder, they're my favorite show. If you guys don't know, it's a show about true crime. Um, my mom gets nervous because I say I love true crime and she's like, don't, (laughs) don't say this out loud. I was like, I promise I'm not crazy, but I guess from a psychological standpoint, because psych was my major, I like hearing about these things because I want to know why you did it. Like what compels you to take another human's life and feel valid about it? Um, or invalid um you know what i approach about um <laughs> that uh the read love them yeah the read is really good recommend them to everybody yeah. um small doses with amanda seals yes i like that um and then horrible decisions and cocktails and period sis very okay. good shows okay um, you gotta fix me those links <laughs> yes and those shows are um very uh pro black pro sexuality pro women um and this month is actual sexual health awareness month so listen to this podcast you can learn some things from any type of sexual background um and as well it's really funny and they talk about other stuff too which i like and official box owner they have an episode about pcos i have pcos and it was nice to know that a, another podcaster i listened to she had it and she looks completely different from what I think a person with PCOS looks like. So I was like, okay, this is great. Okay. So I get to see like representation. Yes, that's awesome. All by black women, great, doing great things, amazing things. So check those out. Music, um, I've been streaming WAP, of course. Um, and pretty much just, I've really been on a love song kick, even though I'm single and you know, boys. You know what I'm saying? I feel that. Because you know what? I'm yeah. I'm gonna sing these love songs to myself because I love music. karaoke with yourself. The love oh, songs. Listen, the shower. Here. Great acoustics bomb. My mom yes, has at a concert live performance. Okay, my mom has a light switch that'll make like the shower light a spotlight. So I'm like, yes. Don't let me get Whitney Houston saving on my. Wait. Yes. Listen, I'm here for that. I'm a superstar. <laughs> okay. Yes. But that is definitely the eight track. Please look in the metadata for all of these rec- recommendations. If you don't know what the metadata is, it's the show notes. So check those out. All of those recommendations will be there from Taryn and myself. And now we're going to get to the meat of the show, which is seat of the week. So as I mentioned before, I invited Taryn to talk about voting. If you guys don't know, National Voter Registration Day is September 22nd. Am I correct, Taryn? Yes. Awesome. I wanted to make sure I got that date out there, (laughs) which means this episode goes up on the 20th, which is a Sunday. So you have the 20th, 1 p.m. Eastern Eastern Standard to 
Tuesday to register to vote. And please do that. And I'm pretty sure you can vote, register to vote after that too. What's the last day you can register? Um, it depends on your state. So okay. what state are we doing? What state do you want to do? Mm, let's do Georgia. That's okay, fine. Georgia, the deadline is October 13th, I believe. Okay. Maybe. Yeah. I don't see the post-it on my desk. <laughs> <laughs> you are good. Because I'm pretty sure they're all, most states in a region fall within like the same like yeah. to 10-day uh, period. Rock the Vote usually posts all the state things and then people can just Google like their Secretary of State's website and they can find all of the um, dates, deadlines on when to register. They can find how to register, how to check their registration, polling yeah. sites, all of that. Like definitely guys, please register to vote. Taryn, um, make sure that I was registered to vote when I was in college. She did reg voter registration drives through her sorority um, and things like that. She was, oh man, I have never seen so many people harass folks with a clipboard. But aside from harassing people, I did see a lot of people grab a clipboard and register to vote. So Taryn was amazing with that, making sure people were registered to vote because it is important. And we're gonna talk about why it's important now. So my first question for you is, um, when did you first learn about voting? Okay. Well, like I always like to kind of start <laughs> off, I am a Southern Black girl. Like my roots are in Birmingham, Alabama, and my paternal father. Mm -hmm. See how I, how I put that? That's I got great. you. Yes. He, his roots are in Texas. So I am Southern. Right. So my family, like my granny, she couldn't always vote she was born in 1942 which means it was yeah. some time before black people could even vote yes. um she was a principal and an educator in birmingham and so wow. she was known for during like the children's crusade to let the students go out and i think that is a story worth uplifting yeah. so like i've always known that we have to vote um i've always seen the um things that affect us in our communities that like we the people can vote on and vote for and i'm just always i don't know why but been super interested in like politics and political stuff so voting is definitely something i like to educate and encourage and re-educate people on yes um and so as you mentioned um the history of voting a little bit what has been your experience like with that with um having grandparents who grew up in that era of not voting like what was like essentially like your personal history with black people and voting um so i guess going back to like growing up i was always super interested in like the story of the civil rights movement uh because mm -hmm. i grew up in it here in atlanta you know yeah. um and then i my family is in birmingham and so those are two black ass cities um, right. and there's a lot of history, black history in both of them. And so I've always like taken an interest in learning that history, even if it wasn't taught to us in school. I mean, they used to take us to the Martin Luther King Center in elementary school and then all these other different black places uh, that are historic, like the Auburn Market um, and just Auburn Avenue, just yeah. a lot of different places in the city. Um, they have always just like shown that to me they've always shown me what blackness can look like and what black power and black community looks like and so that's always really been the goal awesome um i love that you come from a family of i think every black person comes from a family of black history um whether we realize it or not whether your parents were people or grandparents or ancestors were people who did great things or just being black in itself during that time was a historical your historical figure because you lived through some of the craziest times in history, some of the defining moments in history and things like that. So I definitely look up to my grandparents, um, my mom's parents as like leaders and civil rights leaders. And they were in my town um, because my mom's dad helped integrate the school system in my town. So like, yes. I was like, my granddaddy was a boss, so yes, love that. And my grandma, she is amazing. She was a school teacher, and it's so funny because I would have teachers come up and like talk to me about my grandparents, and I was like, "Lady, 
if you don't give me this piece, I feel with my girl. I love it. <laughs> so I love that. I love seeing people come to me to tell me about my grandparents' greatness. Because like I've been new, but I love to hear it again. So mm-hmm. yes. Then you'll just continue to pass it down <laughs> and down and down and down. Yes, yes, you too, girl. Can't wait to see the name and the lights. I'm gonna be there. Like y'all, I remember telling when we had class together, man. There ain't no lights. um but so when did you realize that like at like in your personal experience when did you realize that it was an important civic duty like do you have like a story of when you first voted and things like that and how it affected you yeah um so I ran for office in elementary school and I ran through high school and like I've always been involved and interested in it in that way Mm -hmm. um back and um when it was like election day i would go with my mom to vote and i always wanted the sticker so even now to this day i keep my sticker and i'm super excited about getting it i'm like all right i get my own sticker now um so that's kind of just when i knew about why Mm -hmm. we should vote when why yeah. be excited about it like that's when I got excited <laughs> awesome. I, I never got to re- like run for like any offices in like school and things but I do like have that same experience of like my mom will wake up go vote before work I was like mom can yeah. I have your sticker and Please. It, like I was obsessed with it and so I like just getting that sticker even if I don't keep it just like that sticker represents like I got to vote and I got to make sure that my voice was heard and known that it's important so definitely get that sentiment and like I remember being able to vote for the first time um was <laughs> the first time I actually got to vote for a major election was when um the Cheeto colored man got elected um <laughs> got cheated into office so yeah that was definitely yeah. uh not a traumatic experience but it was definitely a learning experience of like okay mm-hmm. No, I know I got to vote every single time after that in my whole lifetime because (laughs) (laughs) like seeing how many people didn't vote, but then looking at the demographic who did vote for someone who is just awful. And I can say that in full confidence and not lose sleep over it because like we have to get out and vote. I don't know if y'all are aware of what this man does. I'm pretty sure everybody does, but like our voices are important. So like... (laughs) got to and if you are turning 18 this year please november 3rd even before that like support us you will be 18 by november 3rd register to vote please like do it do it the right way if you mail in vote there are ways to check it do it by october 20th um that's what uh, a person from the usps said not the postmaster because he's a little us um but yes please do that if you are turning 18 so if you're just go through like Beyonce's sign song and if you're like a later Sagittarius or Capricorn and you haven't turned 18 yet you can't vote but everybody else uh the Libras and the Virgos and the Cancers Gemini Pisces Aries Aquarii come on y'all we we got to we got to vote like please um so what are some statistics about voting what are some like facts about voting that either people don't know or just some facts and statistics that you're passionate about okay um yeah like you said if you turn 18 by election day like you can register and you can vote Um, Another thing is that Gen Z and millennials, we will make up 40% of the electorate. Like that is huge. We really have the power here to completely shift and change things as we know them. So, I mean, why not? Like if we, if this is our time to shine, this is our time. And like, it's not going to happen overnight. It's going to take a long, it's going to take a while. Um, That kind of like why people are saying they don't want to, you know, this weird thing um air quotes about how they don't want to pick the two of yeah. whatever the lesser evils whatever it is mm-hmm. um no matter like who our president is that's just a person like 
this stuff has taken time to get the way that it is. And so it's not yeah. going to be a change that happens overnight at all. Um, and yeah. white people and white supremacy is going to hold on and give everything it's got. And we just have to do the same and give everything we've got. Yeah. Some other facts are that like our voices and stuff don't matter or our votes don't matter, but we vote and hire these people, um, especially in local elections, um, mm -hmm. especially even our other elections that <laughs> look, I'm like our other elections that come around, we get to yes. vote for our Congress people. Uh, we get to elect our senators. We get to elect our district attorneys, our judges, our sheriffs. Like when we're looking at these police brutality cases, these are the people that we're needing to hold accountable. Um, and so if we are electing the right people, in the first place or at least people that have more of an interest in the people over money right. then we would see a lot more different things in our communities uh, but first we have to register and then after we register we have to vote and after that we have to tell our friends and our families uh because we really can completely shift the way that we like think about what voting means and does in our communities yes like, I know that was a lot, but... No, I, I, I literally was there 100%. And, like, that is the one... I'm glad you touched on it because a lot of people... You touched on a few things um, that I was hoping that we would get to talk about, and you did. So the one thing is that people are very, like, disgruntled about, like, the ballot ticket for people, um, like, essentially about Biden and Harris and things like that. And they weren't the people that I wanted to vote for, but... Yeah, I mean... Anybody? Okay, but well, what's going? Are you going to vote for Trump? Yes right. or no? Then. Right, and I'm like, listen, I, me and my mom were like, not voting is voting for Trump too. Like for real, like everybody, get out and vote, no matter how you feel. And that's the thing. Going into the next point is, we hire these people, we sign their paychecks, we're the boss, and no matter what literally tells you, no matter what the politicians themselves tell you. They don't run the show. We do. It's a democracy. No. Demo. And we can get them up out of there if we want to. I mean, literally, right. I mean, they will try to suppress our vote. They've been doing that. They're going to continue to do that. But, right. like, that's what political education and, like, yes. fighting against voter suppression and all these weird violence things that are happening in our communities is all about. It's, it takes everything. Like, if you guys, like, I don't know what the Latin root is. I'm not like a word studier, but like demo means people. We are the people. And in every single document that was created by the four little founding fathers, little crusty folks now, um, they said, we, the people, all the people, they included it like the people were included in those decisions. So mm -hmm. if that is the rhetoric that they use, that's the rhetoric we have to live by. We, the people, sign your paycheck. So you need to listen to us, the people. And like with just so many instances, all of the brutality, suppression, all of the, like the bad stuff that's happening, we have the power to like get rid of it. Like, and it just doesn't have to take these like big uprisings of social change. Like it can be as, as small as like local things, like with your school district. Um, my superintendent in my town, super racist. <laughs> he said the N word about a construction worker and he called out my grandma's best friend and said she was a liar and all this stuff. And I was like, you really tried it, sir. And he lives up, he lived up the street from me, so Lord. Um, but like you, we voted the, like we voted these people in and like we voted him out and like use your voice, public. Y'all just yell at these folks, scream at the folks, tweet at the folks, knock on the door with your mask. Yeah, mess with people's, disrupt them. I mean, yes. I think what's really important is realizing like not only do we have to protest, we have to protest. Like that yeah. is a part of what a society is. When you don't like something, you're supposed to disrupt the peace. You're supposed to Mm -hmm. really fighting for our lives on so many levels i mean people um don't have safe places to stay people do not right. have a way to eat food um and not only past that we don't even know like as a as a people i'm just now learning how to even eat the kind of foods that are good for me and like okay this tastes pretty good too like okay i could do this i could live like this but 
I'll pull up to the drive-thru in a minute. That is such a side rant. Yeah. But oh, okay. <laughs> I encourage side rants. I'm like, but like, really? Yeah. It's on us to hold these people accountable. It's it's ridiculous. We can't continue to just accept crumbs. We can't continue to just like yeah. let stuff be the way it is. Like you said, local elections really 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 matter those are our sheriffs those are our school boards those are the things that really um shape our communities and take the damn census this is the last month to take the census 10 years every 10 years that's billions of federal dollars into our schools into our hospitals our roads Mm -hmm. all of that stuff take the census it takes less than 10 minutes everybody that complains about that pothole uh next to jacks in tuscaloosa Y'all yes. better take the census. Everybody take that complains census. about the traffic on 285 in Atlanta. Take the census. Like, we're saving that your time. coming from Birmingham to Tuscaloosa that's been getting worked on for six years or so. No, take literally. Like, and then the people that's over that, make sure y'all vote the right people in so that the project could get done. <laughs> All these things. Like, everything, as much as people don't want to, like, admit it, like, the politics is ingrained in literally every single portion of our life. Everything is political. The food we eat, the stores we shop out, the fuel that we consume at gas stations, like all traffic of lights, at, like the, the grass in your yard, po- politics because you have to go through an HOA. Those people are voted in. Like take voting seriously. And also, um, I saw this is also another thing which is very random. But I saw you like the tweet, and it popped up on my timeline today about women learning about like their bodies and it was a tweet about how like the ph from vaginas can bleach clothing which is true and like a lot of people don't learn (laughs) a lot of women don't learn about their bodies but great places to go to are planned parenthood this year there's a vote about defunding planned parenthood and everyone thinks everybody knows how to defund everything but the damn police i mean i don't get it i don't know why we're so confused and not only defund get rid of it but you know okay right like i saw the greatest political cartoon it was like a police officer holding all these different things and and then at the bottom it was keep the peace and then the next picture in the graphic was like distributing it and then having a sort of system to where you can keep the peace because like i just look about just so many other things in the like i look at countries like new zealand comprehensive sex education like we need that i mean you know we were in the same class for that so it's yes. just like right yeah it makes no sense that well just because of the trauma as a people that black people have been through yeah uh, especially with sex um yeah. it's super traumatic and so i mean that's generations of healing that hasn't been done it's been repeated and shown through you know generations of us as a people in yeah. addition to just the weird shit that people do yeah Um, but yeah i mean i think there's a lot of collective healing that we have to do and then there's a lot of individual healing we have to do and then we have to be able to have the damn money in the schools to teach us the stuff we actually need to To survive in the world and like like, comprehensive sex ed like there's so much things and people and this is a topic that i was like talking to my aunt about um about how like sex ed is political like you need to vote in order to make sure your kids are doing right because like we're from the south the deep south the bible belt and people are like abstinence only but send your kids off to college they do what or they want some to might not even wait yeah, to college I mean, listen <sighs> child like it, there's too many kids learning about sex in such of the wrong ways and it's like no matter whether you want to wait or you don't want to wait there's still proper ways to have a healthy relationship with healthy relationships yes. that is the goal for us to be able to have healthier relationships with it and then like and just with our bodies like yes when do we love to hate our bodies that is so weird and we so have to like get just out of that get rid of it and like places like Planned Parenthood, which they're voting on trying to cut funding for, offer mm-hmm. that opportunity to have proper sex education. They teach you about the different forms of contraceptive, birth control, female condoms, dental dams, regular condoms. People didn't know that female condoms were a thing. Me, I was one of those persons until I took a class in college. It shouldn't take me 
20 years or like whenever from like puberty to now to learn about their different ways to protect myself if I'm ever in that situation like not even a situation if I'm ever with partner and things like that so please vote like we vote these people in these people are defending and I'm tired of white men making decisions about my making laws about my body not only past that we cannot forget to uplift the stories of the women that are in these ice detention camps in the state of Georgia that are getting forced sterilizations. This has been happening in this country and in other countries by the U.S. for yeah. years. Literally, Forever. like this makes his- no damn sense. The history of most modern gynecology is based off of black women's bodies. So all of the procedures, hysterectomies, different things like that, they were done on enslaved women without consent, without anesthesia. So without modern, without black women, white women wouldn't have the notions or information about gynecology. So when you hear we stories, have the less access to it. I, it's crazy. And like, <laughs> I'm going to do a whole video about sex, vagina health, PCOS, all that stuff, because I was taking birth control for um, period issues, and mm-hmm. I almost died from my birth control. So that either shows me the screening process for getting birth control was not thorough, which it mm-hmm. wasn't. And then also, maybe they don't have enough testers of people with different hormonal diseases or different yeah. ethnicities. All that stuff goes into it. But the way that we can help it is voting and checking on the people that we vote for and making sure that they're doing the things that they're supposed to. Everything and like you, sharing your story, that's really important so that other people will know, kind of like you said about the representation, yeah. they feel heard um, and they know like they're not alone in it. So like it's it's crazy if you guys can't tell we're very passionate about everything we speak about everything is politicized everything is like that but it doesn't have to have a negative connotation because you can learn how to make the world a safer place by going out to the polls this is more than just voting in another president another senate another congress this is livelihoods these are people's lives children's lives and for all the folks that say all lives matter pro-life all that junk (laughs) um (laughs) voting matters all of this stuff matters the people who are quote unquote pro-life and all life matters you should care about Planned Parenthood too because they do breast cancer screenings there is a lot of people who don't know that they should get tested for the BRCA1 gene and you don't have like not getting tested until they're 40. You can get tested as young, I think, as 20. I got tested for it because I it breast cancer runs on both sides of my family. And you can get a myriad test of all different types of cancers at your gynecologist and at Planned Parenthood. So for everybody who says all lives matter, pro-life, come at me, bro. I got facts. <laughs> like, like there yes. don't just go off the stereotypes, don't just go off what the white man say. Don't just go off of what the straight people's like. Listen to everybody's voice. Everybody Mm -hmm. is entitled to their own opinion. But what is not fair is when we live in a country that says every like there's literally a rule that says we have the right to free speech. But when there's a population suppressing others' voices, we never get to have we don't get to utilize that privilege. (laughs) It's interesting. You know, I'm really starting to feel like three fifths honestly i'm I'm over it but past voting and past like our regular elections it really is important to like support Mm -hmm. and give your money and your time to these organizations uh planned parenthood has volunteer opportunities and other organizations in your local cities um, have opportunities so really follow people on like social media and Mm -hmm. see the shit Sorry, I'm cussing a lot because no, I'm it's okay. passionate about the it's whole okay. gender violence thing. Yes, it's okay. Um, and just the lack of education and the narratives around women um, and the things that we experience in our yes. bodies. Um, and that's inclusive yes. to everyone, all women. Um, also, so side mean, note, yeah. Black trans women's lives matter. Okay, continue. Period. I'm like, that, that <laughs> yes. I mean all women. Yes, <laughs> I every mean single all black woman. women. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, I think that our stories have to be shared more. And I think that the way that we are treated uh, 
everywhere but especially like in medicine um it has to change like we are really dying and and nobody saying anything about it but us so that's where i'm at literally (laughs) ridiculous like vaginas matter as much as men say they love women if you are to love a woman if you are if you ever get the pleasure the opportunity to love a black woman you need to love all of her and support all of her and that goes down to making sure that other people are caring for her if they said they're gonna care for her. So that goes for medicine. Like I ha- I hear too many stories about black women being mistreated, especially my trans women. Like it is not fair. It is, it is not fair. And then the violence against black trans women by black people and black men, especially. If you say black lives matter and you don't include trans lives, gay lives, bi lives, all of that, then you don't believe it. Just don't say it. Just say all lives because matter. Because it's 2020. We don't have any more excuses. I mean, information is there. People are sharing stuff. Yeah. Um, I'm over it. People have to do better, and it's on us to hold each other accountable for it. Like, we cannot continue to just let stuff be okay. Yeah. So, as we're getting to the end of our lovely episode i'm so sad i don't want this episode to end i want to keep talking to taryn but we will have her back to talk about many other things um but i would like you to um leave us with some tips for voters i got a question from instagram um that says where are places to get good information about voting um and then also some preparations for voting uh the day of voting so things like that I have a blog post all about it. So Yay. I'll make sure to share uh, the link with you and you can share that link. Um, yes. But, okay, wait. Think <laughs> about voting. Where they can vote. Register, check your registration, even if you like think you're registered. Um, you may be, but the purging of voter rolls is super real. I know they do it here in Georgia all the time. So Literally. Um, Check your registration, and maybe if you haven't voted in a while, you may need to update it. If you have moved, change of name, or turning 18, all these things, register and check your registration, and then tell other people to. Some tips. Um, Number one, I would definitely, like, do your research beforehand. Like we said, we can't just vote for people because we know them. We can't vote for them because somebody told us to. We can't vote for them because we're in the same groups. We have to really know why this person wants to be hired we have to know what they're about um we also have to know who's putting money into their campaigns um, and who they are accepting money from that really is important we can't vote for people who are taking this money from police departments we can't take get vote for people who are taking money from rich white people like all this weird stuff cannot happen that is what accountability looks like mm-hmm. um so that's really important is to be really informed. You can do this by, again, following people on social media. Social media is great in that way. Mm-hmm. Um, what else? Um, Ballotpedia, you can look up a sample ballot beforehand. Vote.org. Oh, yeah, vote.org and rock the vote. You can look up your polling place. You can request absentees on there. And then last thing, your Secretary of State's website has all of the above, including deadlines for registration, uh, when and where you can return your ballots, all those things. Awesome. I did not know that you could look at like a preview ballot because (laughs) that is always like the stressful part about me is voting is like, of course, I know what I'm voting for, but like. Who are these people? Yes. And like seeing all the names on one thing and under the right things. Cause like if you guys are driving around now, cause it's heavy, it's a heavy voting year. There Mm -hmm. are campaign signs out the yin yang. Like I almost want to just like throw things out of my car to knock them down. Between the signs, the ads, or the emails and texts. Hey. Listen. (laughs) Like go find a sample ballot. Yeah, Ballotpedia, you can look it up and you can like, that way you can look up the people, see what they're about beforehand and like kind of get familiar with the name. Mm -hmm. And then also, um, I can't remember what we voted on earlier in the pandemic. I think that was Congress seats or something like that. 
But there was a lot of voting going on earlier in the year. And um, still, we still have Senate seats up here yeah. in Georgia. And that's huge, too. I mean, yes. that is huge. Okay. Sorry. Yes. No, you're, you're saying everything that, like, my mind is missing. Like, <laughs> if I could have three mouths that said completely different things, I would. Like, that would be, like, my superpower. Um, but uh, if you guys don't, you guys should definitely follow Taryn. At the end, I'm going to allow her to plug everything that she is, social media, blog, all that stuff. But Taryn posted about the way voter suppression takes place in the way of not having enough polling stations in one area, thus creating longer lines, thus meaning that people are in line to vote for hours. And Taryn was an amazing person and got people food, water, all of that stuff. And the crazy thing is, it shouldn't take that. It shouldn't take Taryn being amazing in that way, you know, for people to vote. But that is a thing. So if you are in an area that doesn't have a lot of voting places, prepare yourselves, bring snacks, bring water, wear your mask, hand sanitizer, all of that stuff. And stay until you vote. Don't leave. Yes, if please. You, if you can help it, don't leave. If you don't yeah. leave. And then also, if you plan on doing an absentee ballot or mail-in voting and everything like that, your deadline is by October 20th because, you know, Trump is trying to, he has some vendetta against the mail service, even though the mail shouldn't be politicized because mail is mail. <laughs> but anyway, that's a whole nother rant. Um, but yes, also, um, another thing is, with Taryn, she is an amazing person about self-care. And I don't know if you guys got this from the video because we talked about it a lot. But as you can hear from this conversation, what I've taken away is voting is self-care. And there should be self-care around voting. And things like the day after you vote, especially with the presidential election this year, take some time, decompress. Um, but also ways of knowing that voting is self-care is like Taryn said, look up information about these people that you're voting for. Look at how they directly affect you in your inner circle um, and things like that. So that's how like voting affects us. Make it personal because then once everything becomes personal, that's when everybody has a lot to say. And if you don't vote, you can't say nothing. Like I just firmly believe that. Um, so yes, what are some, what is like one self-care tip around voting that you could leave the people with? Um, definitely log off sometimes. Like I am good. I know it probably doesn't seem like it, but I will put my phone down for hours and like not look at it for a while just to like decompress. That's really what my binge watching series is about. Mm -hmm. So like every day find some time where you can just do nothing if that's what makes you feel like rejuvenated i love to do nothing and like binge watch tv like get off yes. my phone for a while awesome um yeah ditto what taryn said just unplug like don't watch political tv 24 7 because like me i'm an empath emotional sponge <laughs> like watch something funny watch great british baking show love that like i just become I unleashed my inner baker. I bought tons of yeast. So I'm going to try and bake bread and things. I've been making cinnamon rolls. You guys should check out my personal Instagram on the foodies tab. Yes. I post some meals and stuff that I cook. But, you know, take some self-care times. Do things where you don't have to put your brain to work and get yourself mad about why white men are doing this wrong. And, yes, I say white men with my chest because it's mostly them. And then the crazy white women who think they're right. But, okay. Um, and Kanye, <laughs> pray for him. Keep him on the prayer list. Um, so before we get out of here, let's do a sunny side up, which is what is one positive thing either with you or in the world that you can share with us? Me and my mom's birthday's tomorrow, so I'm feeling good. <laughs> yes, happy birthday to you. Yay! Yes. I love birthdays. Um, yes. Well, my birthday present to you is this episode. <laughs> yeah, I'm super excited. I'm like, yeah, yes. this is great. <laughs> yes. Um, let's see. What can my sunny side up be? 
Oh, my sunny side up is an amazing idea that I've had about helping save USPS. Yes. Um, so I want to do sort of a postcard merch situation. So I think I'm going to do some Halloween stickers um, to make them look like postcards and things like that. And yes. I'm going to send them out by the mail so I can buy stamps. Save I USPS. love it. <laughs> so definitely do that. I know everybody loves stickers. I love stickers and things like that. Put them on your water bottle, your car, laptop, your books, whatever. Yes. So I've been working on that, the logistics with that. So that's my sunny side up. Stay tuned for more information about that. Yes. Are we getting a sticker um, or some? Yes. <laughs> I'm so excited. And I'm going to do some for Christmas because I love Christmas as well. Those are my two favorite times of the year halloween and christmas i watch yes. all year round hocus pocus top 10 even though it was supposed to be Can't like wait. a bad film it was amazing it was great yes so miss taryn can you plug yourself tell us everything where we can follow you find information about you support you what can we do yes okay so my instagram is i told you so and then a little yeah. underscore. <laughs> um, that's my Twitter name too. And then the For Black Girls page is really long and it's spelled weird. So I'll put it in the metadata. Okay. Yep. Yes. <laughs> um, but for Black Girls, we have a lot to say. And then our Twitter is just For Black Girls instead of an S, it's an X. Awesome. And the website is I told you so.org. What else? National Voter Registration Day, of course. Uh, you can just register to vote anytime on my website. What else? I think, yeah, I think that's it. And we have a Facebook if you're like into Facebook. So we on there yes. too. <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you, Taryn, again you. for coming. I was super excited to have you. You will definitely be back um, yes, because please. we're going to talk about self-care, women's care all that yes. stuff i think i'm just gonna have taryn back so we can do rant episodes um <laughs> because i thoroughly enjoy that um and i'm gonna tell you guys where you can find me you guys can find me at i am dot brianna m and then you can follow the podcast at the sunflower chronicles dot pod and you guys can send me an email i want you guys to send me an email about um things you wish you could vote for or your voting experience, what it's like. I would love to read some of you guys' stories and you guys yeah. can send those at pod.sunflowerchronicles at gmail. And everything we talked about from 8-Track and all of the different links and stuff will be in the metadata. And it has been your girl, Bree, and I'm just a black 20-something girl trying to make it in this crazy, crazy world with a little bit of sunshine and laughter to help along the way. I hope that you guys stay safe, and as always, stay sunny. Thanks, guys.